Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Justin. I am Pete. And we are here to do a 2018 wrap-up podcast. In Justin's basement with probably some uh, less than normal quality audio. Yes, when you're in Justin's basement, the fun is up, but the audio quality is way down. That is 100% true. Um, Alex, we're leaving him behind in 2018, and we're moving proudly into 2019. Well, that's not true, uh... Zalvin's spending some time with his family. Oh, that's right. Alex is already in 2019, and he left us behind in 2018. So we're here to burn the fucker down. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, that's correct. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to walk through some of our favorite comics, uh, movies, TV shows, answer some questions from our Patreon Slack, and generally just, like, take the year and put it to bed. Wow. Good night, 2018. You were a real hell of a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pete, uh, Christmas, you just had Christmas. Yeah. Uh, did you get some fun presents? Comic book themed presents? Um, no. None. No, not, not a one. Not yeah. a single comic present. Well, I guess uh, our present that we got uh, from Aaron and John with pictures of our faces on socks counts uh, as comic book themed presents. That's true. Great uh, friends of the show, Aaron and John, got us socks with our faces on them, which is fun and uh, just weird, weird enough. To uh, creep some people out. Yeah. I was yeah. wearing them around the holidays. People were like, cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, a little weird because it's like, that's you and you're wearing socks with your face on it. And it's that reaction where they know, the person you're talking to knows you like it, but yeah. they don't know what to think of it. So they're like, cool for you. Yeah. Great. Uh, wow. And I was like, you're right, it's great. <laughs> and you're right, it's cool. And I love it. Uh, all right, you want to jump in? You want to do comics first? Yes. Uh, let's talk about our top ten favorite comics. Maybe we'll go back and forth. And a lot of other podcasts, when they're doing their top uh, ten lists for the year, they have some crossover. But Pete and I are here doing this, and I doubt we'll have a single bit. Maybe yeah. one or two. Yeah. Maybe one I have two. a top twelve. I That's not how it works. I couldn't go with ten. Wow. Right? There was more than ten. Yeah, no, of course there are more than 10. And this isn't like, these are the only good comics. These are yeah. just like select favorites. We're also, not... uh, you know, 
It's not like we spent a whole year thinking about this. This is uh, what I was feeling today. Right. Good. We really under, <laughs> undercut the validity of our top ten list by showing how hastily you came up with it. Uh, great. Well, um, why don't you kick off your top 12, um, and then when you get to 10, I'll jump in. <laughs> All right, great. Um, so, number 12 is Star Wars. I feel like Marvel did a great job with Star Wars, and I did not want to put that on my list, because it was really impressive. You owe it lot, to Star Wars. And a lot of amazing stuff at Marvel Star Wars. So that had that, You to, mean just the flagship title, or all the Star Wars universe? Uh, all the books that Marvel put out... Well, most of them were really amazing, so yeah. I wanted to kind of give them a shout out. Number twelve, great. Number eleven, Super Sons. Uh, ah, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's perfect. I would like to share this number eleven because it wasn't on my top ten list, but it was one of my favorite comics of the year. All right, um, and then I'll go with ten. And well, let's talk about uh, Super Sons for a second. Okay, sure, so it's, sure. uh, it's Superboy and uh, Damian Wayne, Bat, uh, Robin. Uh, Odd Robin. couple, like I never knew I wanted, and man, is it just so much fun! And they do such a great job of nailing both perspectives, and it's fun the way they see the world. It's just, it's a great comic. Yeah, and it's like old—I uh, don't want to say old-fashioned in a negative way, but it's like classic adventure comics where it's like two characters with like strong points of view just going about their business the the adventures they go on are always wild and exciting and the villains are fun the stories are huge yeah great comic yeah definitely uh number 10 uh punisher i mean i'm not gonna not put punisher because regardless the season what's up with that dude punisher oh you know castle yeah he's just uh, living his life you know his best life really you know can you give me like just a sum up 2018 for the punisher Anything new? Uh, like, if you, what's his resolution going forward? You think more uh-huh. gunplay, less gunplay? Well, that's the thing. You guys make fun of the guns and the bullets and all that stuff, but he'll kill people with spoons, you know, pencils, uh, uh-huh. you know, whatever he has around. So you think the some of the stuff you like about this comic are the creative ways he murders? No, I just think there. It's a man who uh, fights for what he believes in. It's pretty noble. Great. It's pretty noble. Yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, my number 10 is uh, All New Wolverine and X-23. Woo-hoo! That's on my list. Is it really? Yeah, but uh, uh, not not yet. Okay. okay. Way well, far Well, we can just talk about it. What number is it for you? Number three. Number three? Yeah. Holy shit. That's high up there. Because you took away a character I loved, and I was like, fuck you. And yeah. they did such an amazing job with All New Wolverine and X-23 that, like, I questioned whether or not when my favorite character is coming back, if I'm going to like it. Yeah. You're saying you might prefer uh, X-23 as Wolverine to Wolverine. Yeah. Wow. That's how great of a job they did. That is wild. That's how good the comic is. I can't. I would love to have you being pissed that Logan is back. That would be a real gear change. Yeah, uh, from all other aspects. Yeah, uh, I agree. This series, the characters are so fun, yeah. and it's been it's really rejuvenated Wolverine as a character. I feel yeah. like even though it's a completely different uh, person, uh, but the supporting cast with Honey Badger and uh, all the different the actual Badger uh, mm. as well. And the way they're just created a family and they have to do their business. The um, the uh, old woman Logan arc I thought was really fun where they, we got to see the future yeah. Um, of, yeah. uh, of X-23. And uh, Tom Taylor was the writer on All the Wolverine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And X-23 uh, has a different writer on it now. Um, but it's really, the quality has not dipped as it's been going forward. Yeah. 
so love it. All right. So was that your number nine? That was my number ten. Okay. What's uh, what's your number? No, nine? No, you do your number nine. All right. You my number nine is the Thanos comic that spawned the cosmic Ghost Rider. Thanos wins. Yeah. Um, that is my number uh, six. Woo-hoo! Look at us. We are synced up. Oh man. Twenty eighteen is the year that Pete and Justin have the same opinions. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, so uh, Thanos wins by Donny Cates. Man, what a great series that. So much fun, man. Yeah, we got to see. You know, you know when you know what's going to happen at, at the beginning of the series, Thanos is going to win. Yeah, uh, it's sort of a, a great storytelling trick to make that one of the best series of the year and really tell a, a story that got us inside Thanos's head and from multiple perspectives. And the last issue, just the way they philosophically and emotionally sum the whole thing up, I thought was just so good. Also, you're getting to see a lot of different takes on characters you know and love. The yeah. Hulk in this is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. The you Hulk know. was great. Obviously, Cosmic Coast Rider was a big uh, new oh, addition. Oh, man. To God, the that blew Universe. my mind. And I see you found a way to sneak Frank Castle, the Punisher, in in another top ten. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I look yeah. forward to seeing more of that. Also, I mean, Thanos had a big year this year. So yeah. it was nice to see that a comic of his also took off. Yeah, you mean he personally had a pretty good year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I mean, he's just living in cornfield now, yeah, just loving life. Living in the cornfield, loving life. <laughs> you know, hung up his armor. He's just a farmer now. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And when you change careers like that, it's not easy. No, it's because not. Because you got to start over, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, relationships change. Plus, maybe he's not a good farmer. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be trial and error there. Yeah. You can't just solve all your farm problems with Infinity Stones. You can't. No. You have to, like, really till the earth. Yeah. Pete. Hey, what are you saying, man? I don't know how much of a farmer are you. Should we become farmers? No. Farmcast. Uh, my number nine is uh, Birthright by uh, oh, Josh Oh, I knew that was going to be on your top ten. One of my favorite knew comics. Uh, great mythology. It's about a, a kid who gets pulled into another dimension. I've expl- I feel like I've explained the story of this uh, so, many so many times. times. But it's so good. He gets pulled into another dimension where he is like the chosen one who has to defeat, um, through sword and sorcery, defeat the uh, evil king that's taken over. And um, he gets there and come to find out he loses um, and is not the chosen one. And then he goes back to Earth um, to kill some wizards that are there. Uh, and the ramifications that all come from that, a lot of family stuff, the, the fantasy aspects and the different worlds are so interesting and well done. Art's amazing. I love it. Cool. Every time I've, you've told that story, I just space out. So it's enjoyable for me to just it's have great. a little time to it's myself. Great to have you know? What was going on in your brain? Well, I was just thinking about this <laughs> cup that you gave me and how it's loose plastic and it has water inside, but it smells like uh, SpaghettiOs. So it's uh, really a fun... SpaghettiOs? Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing that you handed me. Uh, that's right. I gave Pete a, a, a plastic cup because I don't trust him to not drop it. When cool. he proves he's a big boy, he can have a glass. <laughs> but he's not proven it yet, so he has a rubber cup. Uh, that's not true. Rubber All right, number cup. eight. Yeah. Old rubber cup. No, uh, rubber cup. Um. Yeah, and the weird part about this cup is it's loose plastic. Like it's, it's not loose. Not, it's rubber. It's a rubber cup. It's it's the most liquid plastic I've ever held in my hand. Liquid plastic. Well, how high like are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> I am not high, sir. Uh, Black Magic is my number eight. Oh, great! Image. From yeah. Image Comics. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Rucka, I believe, is the writer of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Fantastic art on that. Uh, tell us about that comic. One of my favorites as well. Well, it's kind of a fun uh, take on kind of witches and modern time and uh, how that all happens and how they get away with it. And it's very, 
well done. The main character is really cool. You immediately uh, can relate to her and what she's going through. It's a, it's a fantastic story, amazing art. Yeah, I agree. Um, they do this. The art is black and white with a couple of uh, different accents on it. Really cool. Um, it doesn't come out a ton, uh, right. so I uh, you really I really reminds, value when it does. It also reminds me of the old uh, Eastman and Laird's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because of the black and white and all the. Which the do you stuff. like those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes, U.S. Oh, great. I just wanted to remind us for 2018. Great. Uh, my number um, uh, eight. eight is uh, Weatherman. Uh, uh, the Weatherman, a com- image comic uh, written by Jody LaHoop um, and drawn by Nathan Fox, old, old friend of the show. Uh, we had him on our pod, on our video show, The Stack, wow. years ago. Wow. One of our uh, guests that we had on that. Great artist. Uh, the story is that a weatherman um, on Mars in the distant future, Earth has been destroyed, and he's like the fun weatherman. And you learn a in the first issue, you learn a dark secret about uh, his backstory, and a really well done. Great twist in that first issue, and uh, nice fast paced story. Love it. All right, number seven. Yeah, uh, Justice League slash Legion of Doom comics. Okay, nice. Uh, it's just so great that DC finally put Justice League where it needs to belong as an important kind of like staple and crossover of all the great superheroes. But written by Scott Snyder. Yep. And uh, I also like how they split up. So it goes one Justice League, one Legion of Doom, kind of back and forth. Really yep. creative, really well done where they're putting enough uh, like equal time between villains well, and Well, it's heroes. not equal time. They they have less time. But they're the villains in the series right now, so you see a lot of them. But you get to see the story from their perspective. I think it's once every five issues. Okay. Uh, so uh, it's uh, – but it is – it's good. It's big, epic storytelling um, on the DC side. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, number seven for me is East of West. Uh, oh, by, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, art by Nick Dragota. Uh, th- I talk about this comic a lot, too. Um, just beautiful art, um, big storyline. It's Jonathan Hickman, uh, classic Jonathan Hickman, where it's a super dense story uh, with uh, where everything is mapped out. Uh, if you like, if you liked his run of Fantastic Four or any of his other stuff, really Avengers, um, check this out. It's one of my favorites. Go. All right, so number six. number six for me, and this is something that like you just have to say when you're doing a list. Yeah, and that saga. And Bitch Planet, you gotta you gotta put them in. You there. have to say Saga and Bitch Planet. Yeah, you have to. And they're tied for number six. Yep. That's not you. Asked, snuck another title in there. Well, uh, just one of those things where it's like when you talk about comics that are just a kind of like a staple as far as like all oh, these are amazing. Like a farmer uses cooks staple uh, vegetables. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Like corn. That's a staple. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is like the corn of comics. Yeah, it is. It is. It's kind of like, you know. Did I derail you a little bit? With that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Confuse you? you? Yeah, yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things that's always got to be in the conversation. So uh, that's that's my number six. Great. And now Saga's been on a break for a while. Yeah, but you still got, we got a bunch of issues in 2018. Definitely. But, I mean, are you jonesing? What are you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're kidding me? It's really sad what happened. Yeah, it's always an emotional roller coaster. But the comes. last issue was very sad. Yes. Pete's crying right now. Pete's crying. He's crying. He's crying. He's crying. He's crying. Why did you have to fucking get specific about it? I'm not getting specific. I'm getting general. 
No, you were being very specific. Now, we, we talk, when you were talking about this, you had to talk about the emotional highs and lows, what's happening. Pete's crying, Pete's crying, Pete's crying more. He's crying. Why more. do you want to make me cry? I, because it's great at the end of the year to let it out. Oh, man. You got to let it out. You're a weird dude. I know. Uh, my number uh, six, as I said, was Thanos Wins, which we already mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, so keep going with um, however many comics you have under number five. Uh, <laughs> my, oh, you ha- it says all of Marvel Comics. Yeah, okay, cool. No, nope, my number five is Murder Falcon. Uh, what? Yeah, that's your number one favorite comic. It is. Why is it stuck at five? Because I only got three issues, so it's hard to. So you're mad. Well, no, I'm not mad. I mean, I'm just happy to have it in my life. But yeah. I couldn't. There's been so much great stuff that came out all year. I couldn't. You know, with three amazing issues, and the last one was. Very emotional, speaking right, of just crying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, my number five. One of the, it moved me so much. I immediately had to make a T-shirt. So that's why. That's what's crazy to me that the number five book on your list is a T-shirt making book. Yeah. So what's gonna lie beyond in four through one? Yeah. How many other T-shirts are you in production with? <laughs> uh, a lot going on. Uh, my number five is a series that we also talk about a lot, Ice Cream Man. Oh, uh, wow. From, also from Image Comics. See, that's that's hard for me because I love that comic, but I also, like, it scares the shit out of me. So, like, I don't want to read more, but yeah. I do. That would be on the top ten list of comics you keep, like, under your bed. Yeah. Because it's so scary you have to hide it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear you, man. Um, great comic, anthology, loosely connected anthology series written by W. Maxwell Prince uh, featuring a... Creepy ice cream man. Yeah. It makes you not like ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're, uh, the most recent issue, I believe, unless I missed one, um, we are starting to see the threads come together and there's some sort of uh, person after the ice cream man. But man, if you like uh, unsettling, um, it's not even a horror comic, really. It's just like a mind fuck. Is yeah. that a type of comic? Sure, sure. Mind fuck, but also scary as fuck. Yeah. So, so it's great. It's two fucks in there. Two fucks in there. Uh, so, uh, number four, Pete. The Mighty Thor. That's my number four. What? Uh, Jason Aaron. Oh, man. Dude, but this was emotionally amazing. Like, you want to talk about holding things up as a staple as, like, a bar to set for comics. I mean, this was... And the way that he's been able to tell this epic story over years um and keep it going in and out of events uh in and out of like tie-ins with um movies and all of that like he's still been able to keep this um the epic war that uh we keep sliding into he covers topics of the day a little bit with uh the roxon corporation and environmental issues things like that just um and you're in we're in the middle of an epic run i feel like it's one of the best runs on thor ever um different artists and i feel like he really curates the series with artists that he loves just a great great series i agree yeah um number three uh, my number three is uh the immortal hulk uh, by Al Ewing. uh man this comic sort of came out of nowhere and reinvented the hulk as this great horror comic it has a totally different feel it was just the right time where i feel like hulk needed uh some refreshing and this book is great and uh it's getting into a little bit more continuity and more superhero stuff the first few issues were just the hulk wandering around like (laughs) dealing with horrifying situations um so i'm excited to see how we can keep the horror feel and move it more into uh, marvel continuity but man one of my favorite reads of the year uh, my number three is at, uh, the all-new Wolverine X-23. Uh, right. We talked about it. Great. Yeah. 
Uh, hit us with your number two. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Yeah. And that to That's me, my number one. That, I mean, you know, everybody was talking about this. And, you know, I had some difference opinion with Vision. But now I was just like, this dude is straight up a genius. Uh, a genius. Yeah, wow. he's a genius. I mean, it's a... Uh, it's really creative from start to finish and really has a lot of heart and it's just so well done. Uh, yeah, I agree. Man, uh, Tom, my, my number one uh, that I guess we can talk about now is just Tom King's work in general. Like Mr. Miracle, his stuff on Batman has been so nuanced and just like he really ramped up. Vision was such a hit, such a win. He's really ramped up with that success into having a huge year, I feel like. His stuff is he's just at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, the Batman, the sort of overarching story he's telling in Batman of Bane breaking Batman, ba- breaking Bruce Wayne well, that emotionally. Was, that's my number one is Batman. Oh, really? Look at this. Well, yeah. Here we are, lined up. Um, it's just been so, so big and, uh, and it's, it's so what, smart. So yeah, smart. and it's also one of those things where it's like Batman is such a staple and a bulletproof character that yeah, he's a, actually not bulletproof well that's the thing he's like, not, that's the thing he's you know i don't know if you know this but he doesn't even have any superpowers but that's the crazy part he's i've never felt like he's been in more danger than right now than right now and that's crazy to think about yeah uh but that's how good the storytelling and the writing and the art and oh it pulls you into this just fantastic I mean, i just so happy that uh, DC was like, hey, let's put Tom King on Batman. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's the best. Runaway hit. Yeah. Now let me ask you, because you like Tom King so much now, does this make you want to go back and re-listen, or re-watch, uh, re-read Vision? No. Not a bit. Mm-mm. Why? Because I already read it. Okay, but but you now that you know you like Tom King and his work, don't you think you might find some other things in it that you might like? Well, anytime you go back and reread something, things hit you differently. You're yeah. a different person. I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah. But You're a different person. Yeah. Maybe this is a person who likes the vision. <laughs> nope. What if you woke up and you were a different person who didn't like the Punisher? Wow. I don't know who I I'd be. like to meet that Pete. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Let me finish up this list uh, since we jumped to our number ones yeah. uh, with my number two, which is uh, Chip Zdarsky's Marvel 2-in-1 uh, featuring the Fantastic Four. Um, I've also talked about this book on the show a lot, but, man, it just a real sort of surprise, uh, sneaky hit uh, featuring with uh, the Richard family sort of out of, uh, out of touch, we thought dead. Uh, we followed uh, Ben Grimm and um, the Human Torch uh, trying to get their family back uh, with the thing keeping a secret from Johnny uh, and just really great emotional storytelling. Uh, such a good series. One of my favorites of the year. Awesome. My number two favorite. Uh, so that's top ten. Tom King uh, gets uh, honors for both of Pete and Justin. Wow. That's uh, Our lists were pretty uh, similar. Let's see if that uh, matches up as we move into... You want to talk movies? Sure, sure. So let's just do our top three favorite movies. All right. Well, top three, I, don't, I can't do top three. I can give you top seven. Top seven. So yeah. you're just listing... It's not a top list if you just list all the movies. It's not all the movies. It's all of the comic book movies, maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, so there's... there's, there's uh, what did you leave off your list? I don't know. But there's stuff that I purposely was like, no, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I would be curious to hear what those are. So why don't you give your top seven? All right, here we go. Solo's number seven. Great. Okay. 
Really? So a lot of people didn't like Solo, but I feel like Solo's getting like a second life right now. I hope so. People are coming back. Um, Spider-Verse is my number six. Number six? Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Uh, that's my number two. Wow. Uh, yeah, but you're a new guy. If anything's new, it's the best. Yeah, but what? You're it's 2018. A you're a new guy. No, I'm not a that new guy. That just came out. Yeah, it's, so it's very new, good. Yeah, it's a, you're all hyped about it still. Yeah, but I'm not a idiot. You have no memory. Like, you don't... I remember. No, you don't. I remember. No. Okay. Number five, Deadpool 2. Really? Deadpool 2 is better than Spider-Verse, you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Wow, that's a controversial opinion that's... Yeah. No one agrees with. Sure. Well, uh, I though I will say I did like Deadpool too. I saw it recently, um, and uh, funny, pretty funny. Yeah, really funny. Brad Pitt, amazing. Now let me ask you: Are you going to go see um, the reissue? They re-released. I wanted the to see it. You yeah. didn't see it. I wanted to, but yeah. Uh, but and then it's I guess it's out of theaters now because yeah. there's a Christmas special. I hope they make it like you can buy it on iTunes or something. Probably. Yeah. It's the same movie though. Yeah, but it's got some extra stuff in it. Yeah. So they're going to sucker you into buying it twice. I don't mind. You have my money. There you go. Yeah. Be the page. Sucker. <laughs> sucker for things I like. You're yeah. a sucker for stuff you like. So That's, I'm a sucker you re- for a lot of things. Sure. Yeah. All right. So then uh, I have Venom is my number four. Oh, classic Venom better than Spider-Verse. I think everyone has that same opinion. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. I don't know. No comment or comment? Well, I just... Why don't you say why it's better or something? Well, it's just... I feel like we've got a bunch of Spider-Mans. Yeah. This was the first Venom. So, for me, I was very excited. It's not the first Venom. If you remember um, in Spider-Man 3, there was... No, that doesn't count. That was a Venom. Nope. I'm saying first standalone Venom movie. This is it. So, uh, that, to me, moves it up on the list. Are you excited for the Venom verse? It's like the 18th Spider-Man. The Spider-Verse. Yeah, I know, but it's the Spider Verse was uh, very original in so many ways. Yep, um, and it was like as far as telling a story that it was just so continuity heavy, oh, yeah. and they still were able to tell it in oh, a, man. for regular people who yeah. don't know about the Spider Verse yeah, to see. Didn't they? Yeah, oh, so great. Let me. I saw it after you guys and after we talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you were down on this movie because of like the joke that you didn't like, yeah, is insane. Played throughout the whole. You're a crazy movie. person. That movie Thanks. is. Yes. That I movie, might disagree with that you. movie is unbelievable. It's very good. Well, maybe I'll see it again then. Yeah, you will. Maybe I'm going to make you. All right, cool. All right, my number three. Okay. Ant Man and the Wasp. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is great. Uh, it was really funny. Okay. It's so very enjoyable. I thought it was a, it was pretty good. I mean, it was definitely better than the first one which right. I was down with. Um and, and that's pretty impressive to do that. I well, I'm not a big fan of the first one. It might be my least favorite Marvel movie. Wow. The, the first that's, Ant-Man. That's bold. Well, that's what I feel. Okay. Um are, are you going to start jumping in with your number 3 here? Um yes. Uh my number 3 is Black Panther. Wow. Great movie. It is. Um, and is that your? Is that on your list? It is on my list. <laughs> Where is it? That's my number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Black Panther set 2018 in the right direction. Yeah. As far as movies go, you're going to start with Black Panther. That's a great way to start. That is a great way to start. Fantastic movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, truly, as far as uh, the amount of story they were able to put in that movie was a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it was... It was great. So Very, well done. Well done. You can watch it over and over. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Really great. Agreed. Uh, my number two 
is Aquaman. The movie. Yep. Okay. Uh, not the out, TV show. Not the TV show. Not the podcast. See, you putting Aquaman number two is why you have to have a rubber cup. <laughs> That's why you have to have it because you're I not trustworthy. Water. Yeah. You're not trustworthy with th- uh, good, nice things. Dude. Tell me why you liked it. I actually still haven't seen it. I'm going to well, watch it. I have it here. I'm going to watch it tonight. You should. Yeah. Uh, I just was really impressed. I thought it was a lot of fun. Got me a little emotional at the end. I yeah, I was just I was just really impressed. It could have been awful, and I'm also I was also rooting for it because DC, you know, Wonder Woman was the best movie that they've done in a while. So it was nice to see them put out a quality movie that I didn't hate. Yeah, that's great. Pete wearing a Wonder Woman T-shirt right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two, Spider Verse, obviously, um, right, and right. your number one is Black Panther. I'm very curious why you don't have this movie on your list. My number one, Infinity War. It's a half a movie. It's huh? not a full movie. It's a half a movie. It is a full movie. It's a half a movie. <laughs> it's a full movie. It's a half a story. You don't. You can't. Put it's it on a your full list. story. No, you got to put full movies on your list. That's, it's part one. It is a, it, it's it part one of two. None of these movies are standalone. They're yes, all they connect, no. None of literally your whole list. Solo's the only one that stands alone. <laughs> you just because of the title. No, Black Solo is stands alone. No, it's all connected to the Marvel universe. Maybe. Definitely. Okay. The Venom is start literally starting their own Venom verse. Into the Spider Verse is about a verse. Okay. Uh so for you not to have Infinity War I like, did not like this movie. You didn't like Infinity War? It was heartbreaking, man. That's you good better watch everybody you know and love die at the end. Is that's, that cool? You like that? Yes, I do. That's a good story. And it's that got a half people. a movie and it doesn't count. It is a, shouldn't even be on your list. It is a full movie. It's number one on my list. I recently watched it, so you of course, barely, it's, yeah, exactly. of course, it's number one on my list. I watched it two days ago. It, it <laughs> that's came. how you were the closest. <laughs> your movie is always number one. Whatever movie, when you saw Homecoming, you just saw it. And you put it on your top ten. Yeah. That's right. Because you just saw it. I, you make fun of my list and my crappy opinions, but you are also horrible, sir. Okay, well, that's a great thing to leave behind in 2018. <laughs> um, oh, Infinity War, the the amount of, like, sort of like Black Panther, but even on a larger scale, the amount of threads they had to weave into a story was uh, huge, amazing. It was also very funny, and the it told the, a complete story, even though it was no. part one. It did tell a complete no, story. No, it did not. Yes, it did. No, it did not. It, it, that it's a mo- half a story. It's the Empire Strikes Back of... How dare you? ...of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You don't know that yet. You haven't seen the second part. What if the second part doesn't come out? What if the second part's awful? That ruins the first part. It doesn't. Yes, it does. because the first part came out separately, and we all went and saw it. Remember? It was a movie, and we saw it. <laughs> it's part one of us. Okay, let's talk about some TV, which is also a, uh, a weaved universe. Yep, sure. Yeah. You don't, we, don't, we talk about episodes standalone. You can't talk about the movie standalone? I think you just wish you had it on your list. No, I, I purposely kept it off my I list. I don't think so. I No. We said at the beginning of this, I said that, uh, and that's exactly what I was talking about. Um. Avengers Infinity You Ar- literally said out loud, oh, I'm interested to see what one's not on your list, and then you found out, and then you're all mad at it. Yeah, well, it's this is the Infinity argument. Um, let's talk TV. Uh, great uh, great year for movies, obviously. Uh, but let's talk TV. Um, I, let's do like a top five here. Uh, I have 15. No, Pete, no. That's not li- you're just a list of things you watched. That's not a top. And we're then ranked. No. <laughs> Okay, blaze through your fifteen to <laughs> to ten or fifteen to five. Okay, 
Uh, number 15 is The Walking Dead. Well, you don't even like that show. I know, but, you know. That's we got, not how Top we watched. We watched it because of Rick dying, and you got to mention it. it was no, you don't have of, to mention it. Well, yeah, you do, because it was a big part of television. I mean, Walking Dead lost Rick. That's a huge thing. Yeah, great. It's on your top 15. Yep. Great. 14, Flash. Great. 13 is Sabrina, because 13, Whoa, which, deep, you know, evil. You deep know, left on up. the list, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 12 is Black Lightning. Okay. 11, Supergirl. Great. 10, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, wow. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. made the list. Yeah. Wow. That's So that's still airing mm-hmm. on television. Yeah. And it's going to continue? Uh, I think we're going to get one more season out of it. That's great. That's news to everybody. Maybe. Great stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I keep, hope so. Definitely keep watching. Okay, keep going down your list. All right. And then 9 is DC Legends of Tomorrow. Fantastic show. Great. Uh, then number eight is Preacher. Preacher. Uh, obviously we do our, uh, Preacher Man podcast, um, which we, uh, we watched all the show. I thought this was a pretty good season, yeah. uh, for Preacher. Um, it keeps getting better. A lot of fun, better. fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff, a lot of action. Uh, definitely excited to see. I bet they'll do one more season that, uh, we will get to see in yeah. the next year or so. Uh, then Luke Cage, number okay. seven. Great. Uh, number six, Daredevil. See, Daredevil is, uh, is my number four. I mm. thought Daredevil Season 3 was really good. Really good. Uh, I was very sad to hear that of its cancellation. Not totally unpredictable because of all of the Marvel shows will eventually be over on the Disney, new Disney over-the-top service, or whatever they're calling it. It's like Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, for now. Um, so it makes sense why they would cancel it, but it's a shame to see it go when it truly, I think, put it together its best season. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, I mean, I, I don't think we'll get to see more, but... There's a chance. And we finally got extra foggy in this season, too, which yeah. I know you love. Yeah, we got foggy, um, uh, foggy fucking. Foggy's uh, family and foggy. Foggy sex scene, uh, which oh, the I scene thought, that everybody asked for. What? Was there really a foggy sex scene? Yeah, foggy and his girlfriend. Oh, I remember that. Um, oh, yeah, was that when he, okay, yeah, I remember yeah. that. It's, I'm sure you have it on loop in your home. No, I don't. At all times. All right, number five, The Tick. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Good. I mean, Tick has been fantastic. Uh, yes, fantastic. Oh, boy. Um, let me just quick shout out my uh, one I ranked as number six, uh, Lost in Space, a show from early last year, early 2018, which I thought was great, and I feel like it was has been totally forgotten. A great quick watch, very fun, on Netflix. Cool. Uh, number four... Right? That's where we're at? Uh, yeah. My number five is Sabrina. Obviously, we talk about it on the podcast, our Sabrina, Chilling uh, Podcast of Sabrina. Uh, great show. Uh, really fun. It feels like they're moving it. We're going to get to see more so quickly. So that's great. Uh, my number four, and I can't believe I had to do this, but I had to, is Riverdale. Why? What do you mean you feel like? I couldn't believe how much I like this show. That's I, I like that you feel you regret it. Yeah. Like it bothers you that you enjoy something. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to like it as much as I do. Huh. But I do. <clears throat> wow, what a, uh, you're just attracted to it. Who's your number four? Uh, my number four, uh, it was Daredevil season three. Uh, mm-hmm. Riverdale is my number one um, uh, for probably similar reasons, because I agree with you in some ways, like, this show is great, and but you don't... It's insane. Yeah, it, you, you get, it, it's an addicting show. You get yes. so caught up in it. Um, the way they're telling stories on that show is, is innovative. Like, they're going so yeah. quickly um, and putting so much material together. Um, they're mixing up their characters. They're making taking big swings all the time, so I love that. But it is a teen drama not made for 
us. Yeah. <laughs> but we love it. Yeah. My number three is Happy. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, why don't, not a lot of people have seen this show, I feel like, so why don't you walk everybody through it? It's just an insane show. Uh, it, it's kind of like a Garth Ennis written type of insanity where it's just very violent, very funny, very ridiculous, amazing casting, amazing writing, and just there's nothing off limits. Yeah. It is just high octane fun. Great, yeah, I haven't watched it. That's on Sci-Fi, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, mm-hmm. but it's also now on Netflix. Oh, nice. Check it out. Uh, great. Uh, my number three um, is Legion, season two of Legion. Ooh, that's my number two. Oh, wow! Perfect time to talk about it. Yeah. Really, number two for Legion. That's yeah. wild. Um, we talked about that a lot on the our Legion Inside Legion podcast. Um, definitely check that out if you uh, like the show or have watched the show. But just uh, the, the creativity in that show, the 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 directing, the the story is wild. The season ended with a pretty big shift in our main character. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, the dark turn um, that this series may take. I know how I'm not I, looking forward to it. Is, I'm scared. And you're scared of a lot of things, um, but you love them. Yeah. Great. But, uh, yeah, Legion was just so impressive as far as the television show, as far as, like, so many amazing moving pieces in ways that was so creative and so yeah. well thought out, artistic, well shot, just television that really just sucks you in and brings you to a world that you didn't know you wanted yeah. and loved. And the cast is amazing. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, another oh, show we do a podcast for. Not on my top 15. Not, it's the only television show. That did make Pete's list. Um, Not true. We do a podcast called Cloak and Jabber where we talk about this show, but uh, a show on Freeform that I feel like really uh, really pushed the comic book television show g- genre a bit forward, like got into some dark topics and was able to still, uh, still tell a great story and have it sort of find a way through an origin story without it feeling like, oh, just another origin story. Um, uh, my number one is obviously Riverdale, and that's all the time we have for our top ten list. Uh, what? what? So that's great. Let's no, go Arrow huh? is my number one. Sorry, we ran out of greatest time. Greatest season. Ran out of time for your greatest season. Arrow, the reason we have so much great television. What are you talking about? Arrow started that's on not, CW. Start sat the bar. Was that's like, hey, how. everybody, follow me. Jump on my back. I got this. Uh, that's definitely not how it happened. Led the way, so yes. all these other shows can. Can live and breathe. Great. Um, I'm really dying to catch up on Arrow. You should. Just after I watch literally every single other television show on Earth. You're a horrible person. Uh, let's move on and talk about... We got a couple questions from our uh, our Patreon Slack, uh, which uh, if you want to uh, become a Patreon supporter, you can donate to and come uh, hang out there where we talk about all sorts of stuff pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say I've been away, so I haven't been on Slack yet. Uh, so when I get back to work, I'll get back on Slack. Slack Slacker over here with Pila Page. Um, from uh, Aaron, what are our favorite other podcasts? Favorite other podcasts? Pete. Well, I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. Okay. Um, do you have favorite noises that you hear? No, but uh, I do have – I was on a podcast and started listening uh, a bunch before I went on and kind of really enjoyed going back and listening, and that was Gotham Arcade. Mm. Um and I also listen to a podcast called Truth Serum, uh, just oh, yeah. because I know the guys and they're insane. So sometimes I like to listen just to see what stupid shit they're going to say. And they've been on our show a couple times. Yeah. Um, 
I listen to a ton of podcasts. Some of my favorites are uh, The Watch, a Ringer podcast, talking about uh, TV mostly, but movies, music, everything like that. Script Notes, a, a screenwriting podcast. The Daily, uh, which is great, The New York Times puts out for um, compact news stories. Um, great to listen to in the morning. Uh, Mission to Zix, an improvised sci-fi podcast that I play a character on. Um, the Andy Daly Pilot Podcast Project, which had a new season this year, is so funny. The, the, in the first season, there's an episode called The Travel Bug that is the funniest podcast I've ever listened to. It's so good. And then uh, my buddy John Gabers' podcast, High and Mighty, uh, which I've been a guest on as well. Great, great show where, they, where he has a guest on and uh, they talk about something that they, the guest is really into and uh, sort of teaches Gabers about it. Um, oh. Great stuff, man. So many podcasts. Uh, another question from uh, Stray Bullet. Uh, favorite moments on the podcast from the last year? Great question. Great. Uh, so let's, yeah, let's talk about some Let's episodes. talk about it. I would like to say overall, I felt like this was a good year for our uh, podcast just because... I felt like we had a lot of fun. Like we did yeah. a lot of we did so many things. Yeah, uh, we've made. I think Alex posted um, on our feed that we d- recorded and released 185 podcast episodes. Wow, which is so many. Um, this will be our 186th, I guess, uh, which is great. Um, and yeah, we definitely have a lot of fun. We, yeah, uh, that, so it was a lot of like making each other laugh, which uh, I think is the best. Uh, but some other great moments. We got aprons. Yes, uh, Brett Macris um, made us aprons uh, corresponding to our favorite characters. Oh, man. Mine's a Starman apron. Um, yours is a... Punisher. Punisher, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Did you really not know what it was? John Punisher? Who is he? Uh, anyways, uh, I got to rock mine... Uh, um, when I went home to visit my family, everybody's ex- ex- excited to see it. Yeah, I do some uh, grilling. Yeah, did you? It's perfect for an apron. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you grill? Some steaks. Steaks, medium well. Uh, no, no, medium rare. Good. That was a test. It was a trick question. <laughs> uh, you probably punished those steaks. And Alex's uh, was, of course, a uh, cipher apron. Yep. Uh, which is great. A lot of pockets for books. Yeah. What a dork! <laughs> oh my god! Come uh, on, man. Uh, that was definitely in my uh, one of my favorite moments of the year. A couple others. Um, we did an episode on Valentine's Day, I think, where just the three of us, uh, me, Alex, and Pete, hosted, and there was no guest. Very fun episode. Got to really settle our issues. Um, if you haven't heard them. I don't know if we settled. No, we didn't. We didn't yeah. If anything, we made them worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did a crossover episode with another podcast called uh, If I Was a Betting Man, which is another podcast I listened to uh, that my brother and uh, his buddy Vinny have. Uh, that was a great, uh, Vinny, great episode. Man. Vinny was comedy gold. Vinny really made Pete laugh and uh, formed a lifelong friendship. Yeah, um, uh, that's that podcast is a uh, sports betting podcast. Uh, so sort of the jocks came to the nerds. And uh, <laughs> fun fact: uh, Justin's brother is uh, a lot better than Justin is. Yeah, Pete likes my brother more than me, which is weird because he sees me a lot. <laughs> uh, another great moment uh, for me was uh, our. Our Riverdale uh, and Sabrina podcasts, uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who uh, the showrunner of those shows, um, took an interest in them and was started and sort of talked us up on Twitter a little bit, which was uh, super cool. Yeah, uh, I would say for me the Philly Comic Con was a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, going down there, talking to people. Me and Zalbin had a crazy fun time, and uh, we lost it a couple of times, just like laughing and Zalbin especially laughing at me. 
and uh, where my life is. Yeah, so. and that was famously where you um, had a knife in your bag, right? <laughs> it, was, it was just a... And drugs. <laughs> no, I. why did I bring this up? But also, I, I, there was the whole cookie thing, where I became right. addicted to cookies. <laughs> this is like a... Uh, <clears throat> when people come into a prison and tell you... Uh, scared straight. It's like a scared straight story for yeah. Pete, uh, his cookie addiction and his duffel bag full of knives. And for like fun show moments, uh, Charles Soule being on yep. was fantastic. We talked a lot about his book that he wrote, which is really impressive, his yep. novel. Yeah. Uh, but he's an amazing dude and a fun guest. Uh, and then Griffin Newman was on, and he is a great guest because he talks, uh, gives us the inside baseball at the tick. Yeah. Uh, so that's really great. How the tick ticks. Yep. And then... Uh, Lastly, I wanted to uh, say the Dan Fogler episode was just fun for me because that dude is really tripped out and kind of amazing in a very weird and fantastic way. Yeah, that was a fun episode. Uh, but I think maybe, and again, this is recency bias on my part, yeah. but perhaps the moment I laughed the loudest in recent memory, laughed the hardest, is on our last episode of the year, our it's last live last show. last episode, that's why. The last episode it. of the year when Pete revealed that he's had a secret quiz uh, or something associated with the Punisher Shrine that he has on stage, that he brings on stage every moment. Every uh, every week he brings it, he sets up some old Punisher clothes. Uh, that he, no. <laughs> Why do you and Salvin think they're old? They are cleaned, they're pristine. They look old. They well, look... I've had them for a long time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he revealed that there's a secret Punisher quiz that he's had for five years. Who's ne- he's never mentioned it, yeah. and he's been waiting for someone to say the magic words to unlock it. Yeah, uh, great. And then, uh, and then they can take the quiz. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um, so uh, that's 2018. Yeah, 2018. Uh, what a fun year we've had. Yeah, um, it's a shame uh, Alex couldn't be here to really get into our year. We'll be back in 2019 with so much more. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, seriously, thank you all, uh, especially the people who traveled to see our show and the Patreon supporters and everybody who listens. It is so awesome that you guys support us. Uh, and I, I'd like to so follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live, friends on Facebook, uh, and uh, check out all of our other podcasts. We'll be back. Um, with a live show in a week, uh, we are going to be, I think we're going to start uh, a Deadly Class podcast to review oh, that boy. show coming up. And uh, obviously we'll be back with Riverdale after dark, uh, Sabrina when it comes back in April, and no doubt many more uh, podcasts. And I'd like to leave you with a uh, trailer, an audio trailer for something I'm excited about in 2019. Oh boy. Bye guys. On December 18th, 2018, a gauntlet was thrown down in front of the entire world. Now, what's funny is you bring up an extra gift. I've been holding on to a secret for over five years that has something to do with the Punisher Shrine. What? What? It involves an extra gift. What, there's a mystery? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a secret word? Yeah, you can unlock it. Like in a kind of like quest, if you will, if you say the right thing, it unlocks an epic quest, a journey through the mind of a psychopath, a mystery that one man totally sat on for five years. If you pass the test, you get to decide if you want a prize 
that is hidden inside, or there is another prize that I keep at my home. It's another prize that I keep at my home. That I keep at my home. That I keep at my home. The quest for the Punisher Shrine has begun. Do you have what it takes to conquer the shrine? Close, this is my Punisher Shrine. Yeah, it's a, a hat, uh, an apron, and some slippers. Part of the comic book club cinematic universe in 2019.